Coming to you from the middle of the country, a new voice in politics, a show that is breaking away from the two-party system. In the Middle, with your host, Justin Staten. What's up, America, and what in the world is going on in America these days? If you're anything like me, you find yourself sitting around scratching your head most days, wondering, like, what is going on? How did we get to the point in this country where our options are crazy or crazier? Welcome to the show, everybody. And uh, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy if you found it. And this is going going to be the first episode of In the Middle, a podcast that is trying to bridge the gap between politics and reality. And I got to start with telling you a funny story. You know, this is my first time doing a podcast solo. And uh, I just recorded this whole first episode only to find out that I was way too close to the microphone and the whole thing was garbled. So like 45 minutes of garbage. And so <laughs> here I am, take two, uh, trying to record it again. But I only bring that up and, and tell you because it's it's funny and it's it's also to let you know that like I'm going to make mistakes on it. I'm not a professional podcaster. Uh, I'm not a professional radio host or anything like that. I'm just a everyday American citizen like you that is really concerned about uh, where our country is going and the state that it's in and the craziness that we deal with on a daily basis and our uniparty in the swamp of Washington, D.C., that really needs an overhaul and we've kind of let things go by the wayside. So this introductory episode is is quite simple. It'll probably be shorter than most formats. Uh, I, I want to talk to you today about the, the background of the show, the types of the formats that we're going to have on the show, uh, the principles of the show, what I believe, why I believe in it, and, and whether or not that may resonate with you. So you, you can know whether or not this is something you want to come back to and listen to a little bit of background on me and why I'm doing this. And then I'm also going to talk to you today about your sovereignty as Americans and how your sovereignty is currently under attack every single day and in ways you probably don't see or think about and what you can do about it to stop it today. Uh, So real short show. I hope uh, we're going to just jump right into it. And guys, before we, we get started, I just want to ask you, please share the show. If you learned something from it, if it made you think, if it made you laugh, it made you cry, got you fired up, you know, frustrated, uh, share the show. Parents, uh, if you have kids, high school kids, college kids, uh, share the show with them. I know right now most of our universities are like indoctrination centers anymore. Um, and that's frustrating. Some of our high schools also, not, not as many, uh, but share the show with your kids. This is going to be a family friendly show. I'm yeah. Sometimes I'll let the cuss words fly. It's kind of hard this day and age, not to get so frustrated with what you see to, to not cuss, but I'm going to try to keep it clean and friendly. So you can share it with your kids. Not to mention, I'm sure they're hearing way, way worse at school. Uh, so yeah, share the show. Also, leave a rating and review if you wouldn't mind. That that would help me make the show better as it as it progresses and goes on, and it'll help other people find it. So if you like what you hear, if it makes you think, share it, leave a rating, leave a review, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. So like I said in the beginning, if you're anything like me, man, you look around America today and it's like, what in the hell is going on? Like, it just seems like up is down, down is up, and nothing really makes sense anymore. 
nothing seems to even meet the standard common sense and logic test anymore. It's like, that's just all kind of been thrown out, thrown out the window. And, and the more I think about it and the more I've thought about it and the, the reason the Genesis for this show was I kept asking myself, like, what is it? Why, why is it like this? And it really boils down to one thing. We've got a uniparty in Washington, D.C. What is the uniparty? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's a good question. Uh, the uniparty simply means that the two parties actually work together. Like there, there, aren't, there, there is not a Democrat and Republican party. It's just one party. And they work together. They've created this elitist uh, demographic, if you will, or group of people in Washington, D.C., and they all work together to improve their lives and their self-interest on the backs of everyday Americans like us. And they create all this strife, all this polarization, and they really don't care. And that is why our, our country and the way it was founded and, and as good as it is or could be, isn't. It's failing to meet its potential because of our uniparty in Washington, D.C. They're the elitist in America. And so there's the elitist class and then there's us. And that elitist class is the uniparty, the media, the, the bureaucracies, all the governmental agencies and departments, and then us. And we basically work uh, our butts off to make their lives better. And they have a lot of self-interest anymore and it, and it has to stop. Uh, you know, it, it gets sickening. They fight and argue on TV they, they put on this spectacle every single day. You see it on TV. They're always at each other's throats, arguing, trying to get you to believe their side of the argument. And yeah, But a funny thing happens. With all this argument, all this uh, back and forth, nothing is actually getting done in America. I mean, think about that. When, when have we made progress economically uh, you know, or otherwise in America in the recent past? It's, and it's getting worse every single day. Uh, you know, when you really boil it down, I mean, just look behind the scenes. They, they all get the, they all get money from the same companies and industries, political donations. Uh, they keep racking up the national debt. Both sides vote for that. They just did it back in December, midnight hour, passed a trillion dollar omnibus bill. When you had a new, new Congress coming in, they could have passed a continuing resolution to extend it and fund the government for a couple more months until the new Congress could be sworn in. But yet no Republicans and Democrats got together to spend a slush fund trillion dollar omnibus bill for all their special interest groups that give them money. And it's all the same groups. They just keep racking up the debt. Doesn't matter who's in the majority. Uh, they both create problems, right? Reagan said, government is not the solution to the problem. Government is the problem. And that's how these guys operate. They, they create problems in our economy and our government, our bureaucracies, our agencies, and then make promises to fix it and then never do. It's, it's like literally the only profession outside of weathermen that can fail up. And at the end of the day, it's our fault. It's the fault of the uniparty, the two party political system. I mean, we are essentially getting crapped on by both Republicans and Democrats because they literally are inept. They get nothing done. And I'm frankly tired of it and why this show has come to fruition. I will tell you, though, that out of the two parties, I like the Democrats the least. 
And there's a reason for that. I think that party is the party that lies the most, manipulates their base the most, gaslights the most. And they're the one driving the bus on radicalizing our culture and our society. Uh, Republicans are second. I, I obviously don't favor Republican Party either. They used to stand for something, but they don't anymore. Uh, they've sold out to corporate interests. Uh, they care more about fixing the, the issues in D.C. and their self-interest in D.C. than the American people's issues. Uh, and they're always there saying that, you know, calling out the manipulation and the lies of the left and the Democrats. But you notice all they do is get on TV and talk about it. They don't actually do anything to fix it. And it's because they're, they're part of the same team. You know, it's keeping the status quo in Washington, D.C. very much well and alive. And because of that, nothing gets done. These parties have essentially sworn an allegiance to themselves. They're supposed to swear an oath to the Constitution and the American people and represent us. But at the end of the day, they've simply sworn an allegiance to themselves, not the American people. They're in it for their benefits. It's almost like they've turned our government into a family-owned business. And uh, there's a lot of... Uh, you know, cronyism and, and uh, you know, self-dealings and self-interest. People in Congress are still the only people that can legally inside trade on the stock market. How's that fair? If I do it, you do it, we go to prison. They do it. They come to Washington, D.C. Uh, with little to no wealth and assets and leave millionaires. How's that happen? Well, it's easy how it happens. It's because they're in it for themselves. This is why I started the show. We got to get back to the, not back to the way things were, but back to trying to realize America's, to try to progress and realize America's potential. I mean, that's what, that's what we need to do. You know, I don't, I'm not one that, that follows slogans of make America great again or build back better or whatever. I think that's all garbage anymore. It's all just talking points to, to try to uh, speak to your emotional needs and it's ineffective as an actual execution style. It's getting things done. It's ineffective. So, yeah, I don't want to get America back to anything. I want to get it back to realizing its potential and progressing year after year after year. You know, there didn't always used to be two political parties in America. Actually, our founding fathers hated the idea of political parties, but we ended up with them anyway. And how is that working out for us? And there's a reason why we ended up with them anyway, even though the founding fathers argued against political parties and then most of them ended up joining one because we want to feel like we're part of a tribe but the thing that everybody keeps missing is as americans we're already part of a tribe we're a part of the american experiment american exceptionalism our tribe is that we are americans that we've come from all walks of life from all nations around the world our tribe is to be american so we don't have to put ourselves in these political parties to succeed or to get progress done. It's just one more way to bilk money out of the American people and, and give it to those who have and not help those who don't. And a lot of change needs to take place. And we can make that change. At first, we'll have to work within the two-party system in order to get change going. Like I have no illusions that we can start having independent politicians or you know people running from office as an independent it just won't work it splits the tickets uh the math doesn't work you end up with somebody you didn't want in office to begin with so i have no illusions that we can easily start uh, a third party 
That, that, that's not even really the idea. I just don't think we need to subscribe to the two political party system. And I think we need to start fixing America on our terms, not the Republican Party's terms, not the Democrat Party's terms, but our terms as American citizens. Because see, it's our money that they use to dictate our terms. Hmm. It's our votes they use to dictate terms back to us. And we can easily take that away from them. But we have to be united and there has to be a common theme message going out across America to make that happen. And I'm hoping I have a a small amount to a medium-sized amount of hope that you guys will spread this word and we can make this happen. But I have no illusions of taking on head-to-head the two-party system and and creating an independent or a tea party or anything like that because the numbers just don't work. But we can dictate where our votes go and where our money goes, not them. And right now we have no choices because if you give to the Republicans, you're essentially giving to the D.C. swamp. And if you give to the Democrats, you're giving to the D.C. swamp. It's a uniparty. They're going to keep the status quo. And that's why this show exists. I mean, when I look around, look at where we're at right now. High debt, high inflation, divided populace. We're teaching kids in school that they cannot succeed if they're black or brown. We're teaching white kids that they should be ashamed to be white because, because somebody 150 years ago owned slaves. It wasn't you, wasn't your family, wasn't your immediate family, but you should be ashamed. Why? How? How? That is a repulsive that we are teaching kids that. That the black and brown kids in our society should be victims and the white kids should be ashamed. That's just garbage. That's where we're at. We have 100 different genders that we have to keep track of. And people literally assigning themselves pronouns. Pronouns. It's made up. You're not a pronoun. It's ridiculous, but we find ourselves falling victim to it. We care more about equity than we do excellence. And equity, guys, it, it, if you hear equity, you should be thinking communism. Because that's what it is. Equity says, we'll take from others to give to those who don't have. We already have something way better in America. It's called equality. Equality, equal rights to all people under the law, equal rights to do whatever you want to do and to be whatever you want to be in America, not equal outcomes. Equal outcomes is equity. That's communism. It's socialism. And don't be fooled. I know they church it up and make it sound like it's good and, you know, racially equal, but it's not. It's communism. And I don't care what skin color you are or where you come from or you should be concerned about anything that falls in the communistic or social socialistic viewpoints because that's not what's made this country great and better than every other place in the world it's the opposite it's equality it's people ruling people making the decisions all people all citizens we have a bloated government intel agencies violating the constitution at an alarming rate all the time trying to affect our elections and their outcomes That's unconstitutional. It's borderline tyranny. I mean, we've we've elected a guy, if if you believe in the last election and that it wasn't fraudulent on any level, who didn't campaign, can barely string together a sentence, and who walks like he's had at least one stroke, and I'm not trying to beat up on the guy. You know, I'm not. It's just fact. And you're you're telling me that this is the guy that's for America? One of the most corrupt 
politicians in the U.S. Congress history and while serving in the White House as vice president. And he's the pick. He's the right pick for America. I mean, this is our fault, people. We've done this. The guy barely campaigned. He's cognitively declining. And I'm not 100% sure he hasn't had a stroke, and I don't know that to be fact, and I'm not trying to spread rumor, but, I mean, watch him walk. Watch his gait. It's scary. It's sad. But this, this is our best. This is our best and brightest and our least corrupt. This is the person who, who wants what's best for America? Really? We can't do better than that? <clears throat> and what's worse, we have a media in this country that asks no questions and only transcribes what they are told by the government. Think about that. Think about how un-American that is. The media, the, the one entity that was singled out in the First Amendment, freedom of the press, doesn't even ask difficult questions to our government anymore. You, you've seen the fact checkers. How did they fact check? They call a government uh, agency or a, a politician or uh, you know a, somebody ahead of a department and they ask them the question and whatever they say, oh, that's the facts. We'll just take it at face value. So we just don't question them anymore. There used to be a time in our country where politicians were honest and the government was honest and the media was honest. And then there became a time when politicians stopped being honest, but at least the the bureaucracies in America, the, the people in these agencies and departments would be honest with American people and call out the lies of the politicians. And now we're at a place in America where our politicians aren't honest, the agencies and bureaucracies of the United States government are not honest, and the media is also not honest. They ask no questions. Why do you think that is? Does that not concern you? Concerns me? Concerns me? We don't have a free press and a free media that asks our government and holds them accountable. You know, the media was the last entity to have our backs as American people that would sift out corruption and wrongdoings and lies in our government. Hold them accountable. Now they're just taking sides. And it's really all the same size, guys. It's the elitist group. It's the elites, which now includes politicians, the departments and bureaucracies of America, and the media. That's the elite. And the corporations. We can't forget about the corporations. That's your elitist class now. They've chosen sides. We've just become a cog in the wheel, something that keeps the wheel turning, keeps their self-interest dealings alive because, you know, they use our money to do that. I mean, folks, the line has been drawn in the sand by the political elites of this country. And unless you're in D.C. at the top levels of our government or in the media or at the top of one of these big corporations, you are not on their side. Again, you're just a cog in the wheel, a number, nothing else. You are an end to their means. And it's got to stop. That's not how this country was designed. This country was designed for the people, by the people, and of the people. It has to stop. And my goal is to bring you this show every day and parse through all this stuff. So let me talk to you a little bit about the principles of the show so that you understand what it stands for and what it doesn't stand for. Principle number one, is it, it is okay to be proud to be an American. It's okay to be proud to be an American. It just blows me away that we live in a 
in an age where you have all these people that think it's it's extremism to be a, a proud American, to be patriotic. You know, I've traveled all over the world and I've never went to another country that wasn't proud of their nationality. We have millions of immigrants that come to this country and become citizens. And every single one of them is proud of their heritage and their nationality and where they came from. But they knew the opportunity to be American was greater. But they don't hate their origin and their nationality. But we have people in America that say it's racist or extremism or whatever to be a proud American. It's absurd. It's okay to be a proud American. We still live in the best country. We are a part of the best country in the world. With all of our faults and our flaws, we're still the best. You need proof of that? Just look at the hundreds of thousands of people crossing our border every single year to get an opportunity to be a part of this experiment and this idea of America. It's all the proof you need that we're the best. Principle number two, it is okay to believe in the rights that are written down for us in the Constitution of the United States. It's okay to believe in those rights. It's okay to hold those rights sacred. And you should. You should. And there's a primary reason why is because those rights are inalienable rights. Meaning because we exist as human beings, we have those rights. They're fundamental human rights. They're not given to us by our government or by other people. They're given to us by our creator, whoever your creator is. Again, don't care. I don't care what your religion is or who your creator. If you think it's the universe, that's fine. Those rights are given to you by that source. And that's important because because they're fundamental human rights and not given to us by man, they cannot be taken away or subjugated by a government. They're our rights for forever. As long as we are humans, we have those rights. It's also okay to be proud of our heritage and our past and not be proud of every aspect of it and to be proud of the progress we've made. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. It's okay to be yes and. Yes, we had issues in the past. Yes, we have blemishes in America, in our history. And we can be proud to still be Americans and proud of the progress that we've made as Americans. That is okay. It is acceptable. And to say otherwise, again, simply absurd. We can say in one breath that slavery was wrong and in the next breath say, but we're proud that we ended it and how many hundreds of thousands of American citizens died to do so. And yes, you can make all the side arguments about, well, it really, the North wasn't really fighting to end slavery and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Really? Then why did they? Why did they actually end slavery? Because I can tell you there were thousands and thousands of American citizens against slavery that wanted it abolished. Many of them signed up to fight for the union to do so, to end slavery. So we can do both, guys. We can be proud of our heritage and not proud of the flaws in the black eyes of America and simultaneously be proud of our progress. It's also okay to question everything, and you should. As American citizens, you need to question everything. Everything your government officials say, everything the media says, question it all. Because we don't have a strong media anymore. We don't have a press. We don't have a freedom of the press. They've, they've picked their side, and it's not yours. They gaslight you, manipulate you, and lie to you every single day. Just turn on the TV. 
And this show will shed light on the lies. And there's there's no such thing, guys, as misinformation and disinformation. I want to put that out there really early on, too. Two words that grind my gears, misinformation and disinformation. It's like the polite way of lying, or it's like a little white lie. No, guys, there's the truth, and then there's lying. That's it. Misinformation, lying. Disinformation, lying. So there's just the truth and lying. The other principle is it is okay to use common sense and logic to solve our problems. And you should be suspect of anyone who's not using common sense or logic to solve our problems. So if if these talking heads at their podiums in D.C. are briefing and giving press conferences and you're not hearing common sense or logical reasoning and conclusions, you should be suspect of those individuals. Because running our government is not that complicated. Solving our problems, not that complicated. Using these illogical and confusing and complicated arguments and talking points is just smokescreen for lying. It's literally that simple. So apply the logic and common sense test to everything you see, everything you hear, and everything you read. It's the only way you're going to parse through all the bullcrap. And trust me, you are being bombarded with bullcrap every single day. And we're going to talk a little bit about that more here towards the end of the show, about the bombardment and how your sovereignty is being attacked. But before we do, a little bit of background on me. So um, as you know, I'm Justin Staten. It said so at the beginning of the show. I'm a father, a husband, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and simply a proud American. Military veteran, traveled the world. I've gotten to do and see a lot of, a lot of cool things. But I am uh, no different than you. I'm just an everyday American. It's tired of the D.C. swamp. Uh, I got tired of watching America go to crap. You know, and in the circles that I run in, the, the entrepreneur business circles, you know, I also got tired of hearing people say, oh, it doesn't matter who the president is or the current administration or who gets elected to Congress. You can make money in any administration or political environment. So it doesn't matter. Don't get tied up in into it and, you know, don't don't spin your wheels and grind your gears when it when it comes to politics. But watching what's going on in America right now, I just couldn't help but think that they're either asleep at the wheel, too coward to take a stand or just don't understand what our lives would be like without our freedoms and how our freedoms are actually being eroded a little bit at a time and there's so much evidence. Again, we'll we'll get into that in in the show and in future episodes, but there's so much evidence out there that our you know freedoms are being eroded every day and they don't understand that without our freedoms we don't have our businesses you know we don't have the ability to be entrepreneurs and and to create anything we want to create where something didn't exist before and that matters to me you know i built my whole career and my livelihood on entrepreneurship and having the freedoms to do that i would like my kids and their kids to have those same abilities and opportunities. So that's a little bit about me. That's that's why I felt like I had to do something. And you know, being frank, I don't know. You know, I know if this gets any airtime, if this grows any legs and takes off, and you guys start spreading this message uh, together, and we can do this together. I know I'm going to get attacked. I'm going to get attacked from both sides, the left and the right. 
because when you take on the swamp, I mean, Donald Trump's any indication of this, that when you take on the swamp, the swamp fights back and they fight dirty because they just believe they're more important than the rest of us. So I'm sure the attacks are going to come. And frankly, it's probably not the best thing to do with my time or for my business or my growth, uh, as a, as a business owner, but I can't sit back and not do anything anymore. I can't just quietly sit on the sidelines and watch this happen. I'm not prepared or have a strong desire to run for public office. So I thought, well, what, what can I do? Well, I can dedicate an hour of my time every day to getting this message out and helping you parse through the bull crap and just going back to common sense and logic and being proud to be an American and it's okay. So this is the best thing I can do is lend my voice to a cause, a cause that's much greater than just me and my family. It's about all of us. And together, I know we can make these changes. So let's move on. I said earlier that our sovereignty is under attack and you probably don't even realize how your sovereignty is attack, uh, under attack each day. And I think it's important to, to not only see this, but know what we can do right now immediately to, to stop or slow down this attack on our sovereignty. But in order to, to explain this, I got to back up and I got to go back to our rights, right? The rights that were written down in the constitution for us, for us, that the government is supposed to protect. Again, the government didn't give us our rights They're, They It was built to protect our rights. And that's important to know. But to talk about our sovereignty and how it's under attack, we got to go back to the First Amendment. It's the common core of our freedoms. There's a reason why our forefathers, our founding fathers, made freedom of speech the First Amendment. And, you know, and this is something I'll say, too, about our founding fathers, because there's a lot of argument about America was founded on racism. I think that's a garbage argument. If you go back and read and actually study real history, um, not just liberal or leftist talking points, you'll see that it wasn't founded. It, they literally put it front and center. Uh, all men are created equal. Our founding fathers, I like to say, they didn't always have the courage to do the right thing, but they had the foresight to make sure they wrote the right things. That they got it on paper because they believed in us, the future of America. They believed in the progress and they believed if they could get it written into the guiding document of our country, that us, the future generations, would right the wrongs, that they couldn't right themselves without destroying the whole thing before it even began, because that's what they were faced with. That's what they were faced with. Blow the whole thing up or have the foresight to write the right things down and then give it to the next generation to make it right. And in so many ways we have, and we have room to grow and room to progress and we will, but our forefathers, they had immense foresight and and they did have the courage to write it down. And there's a reason why they made the first amendment, the first, first amendment or freedom of speech, the first amendment. It's not, and let me, before I go too far down the rabbit hole, I also want to say that when it comes to free speech in the First Amendment, guys, one fundamental thing that we also have to understand is free speech is not just speech you agree with. It's not just speech you like. And 
yes, it can be speech that is horrible and appalling to most of us. The idea behind freedom of speech, and this is going to be important here in a second when I get to the bottom of this, but the idea of free speech only works if it's free. All speech is free. Even the stuff we find deplorable and detestable and horrible. We still have to give every U.S. citizen the freedom to say whatever they want when they want. We can disagree with it, right? And we can, you know, if somebody wants to make racist comments, we can decide to just not communicate with them, not hang out with them, not shop with them. Or if they're a business owner, we don't have to frequent their store. We can just vote with our dollars, right? But that freedom of speech has to exist for our sovereignty to exist. And that's what I meant when I said your sovereignty is under attack and you probably don't realize it because the thing that's truly under attack is our freedom of speech. But it goes a little deeper than that because speech begins in the mind. Let me say that again. Speech begins in the mind. You can't have speech if you didn't first have the thought in your mind of that speech. So the real thing that the founders were protecting was our minds. Because that's where freedom begins. If you feel free and you, you can say what you want when you want, then you are free. And freedom starts in our heads, in our minds. If you can control somebody's mind, you can control their speech. And if you can control their speech, you control their outcome control their freedoms. You control their success. You control everything about them. And it's our minds, the front lines of sovereignty, our minds are what's under attack every single day in America. Every day. Just turn on a TV, pick up a newspaper, open social media, and you'll see that the thing that the Democrats, the Republicans, corporate media, corporations are all vying for is a piece of your mind. The sad, unfortunate part is so many of us are giving it up freely every single day. Every single day. Because we believe, hook, line, and sinker, everything we read, everything we hear, and everything we see. If it matches our political ideology, which is why we have to get away from having political party ideology. We should have one common core ideology is that our fundamental rights should be protected by the government, not infringed, and that our government solely exists for the benefit of the people to secure our rights so that we have freedom, so that we can do whatever it is we want to do. But every day they're gaslighting, planting seeds of doubt and despair, crisis in our heads, and every day we fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. So how can you push back on this? Well, it's simple, guys. Turn off your TV. Stop listening to the MSNBCs, NBC, CBS, CNNs, Fox News, Newsmax. Tune them out. Go to the core of the issues. You know, go to the government websites, to their pages, the the Department of Defense, the Department of the Treasury, Congress, all of them. They have to, by law, and they still do, put everything they're doing right there front and center on their websites. Sometimes they try to bury some of the data, but for the most part, it's right there. You just have to go look for it. Read it for yourself. 
We're going to try to do a lot of that on the show to keep you up to date because I know you're busy. I know we all have busy lives. But you got to protect your mind. That is why you have to question everything. You can't take everything at face value. You have to hold these rights sacred and fundamental to the progress of America and to the success of America and to us as a collective whole. Because the line has been drawn. And they know that if they can control your mind, they don't have to get rid of free speech. Now they're working on it because they already believe they've got the mind control thing down. That's obvious. They've already believed they've got the mind control thing down. So now they're just there's this select group of people who are still speaking up and saying this is wrong. So now they got to go to the next level of of preventing speech. The people who they've already got and and if you're already agreeing or think that it's okay in any way shape or form to censor someone's speech, They've already got control of your mind. You're in that camp. You can come out of that camp anytime and it's okay and you should because no person should have sovereignty over your mind. That is where your freedom begins and ends is in your mind. So if you're in that camp, you can leave. It's okay to say, man, they got me. I was manipulated. I was lied to. They had me believing all this crazy stuff. You've got to take back your minds because that's where the freedom begins. You got to learn to start saying no. No to the crazy. All right. No to the high debt. No to the high inflation. No, you're not going to divide us amongst race, skin color, religion anymore. We're not going to do that because we're Americans. We're connected because we share this idea of America. No, we're not going to keep teaching kids to hate each other or hate themselves for how they look, for how they were born, something they have no control over. And no, we're not going to memorize a hundred genders. We're we're not going to do it. I'm not going to call you by pronouns. I'll call you by your name. If you want to be a woman when you're a man, that's fine. Knock yourself out. It's America. You have the freedom to do that. And I'm okay if you want to do that. As long as it doesn't infringe on my freedoms. And my freedom says, I'll call you by your name. I don't have to call you by a pronoun. And I'm not a racist or homophobe or transphobe if I don't do it. Because now you're infringing on my freedoms, on my mind. That's not okay. And you shouldn't want to do that to me. I'm okay with you doing what you're doing. You should be okay with me doing what I'm doing. And I'm not okay with all this grooming and stuff that's happening to kids and drag queen shows in the schools. And that's... It's a topic for another day and another show, but we got to start saying no to this crap. We got to stop saying no to equity and yes to equality. There is a difference and you need to learn it. You have to because you're being hoodwinked. You're being lied to. You're being misguided on purpose and it's to an end, but it's not yours. It's not a good end for you. You're the means to their end. So remember that. Again, guys, that's it for this episode. I, I hope this was a good intro and this is the the show that I'll point people back to. If you're curious about what I believe, how I believe, et cetera, this would be the show to go to. Uh, I want you to know the show is open to everybody. I don't care what your political leanings are right now. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, staunch conservative, staunch liberal. You know, I have conservative principles about me and I have liberal, liberal principles about me, but I'm tired of giving up my mind and putting myself in a box. I'm not in a box. I'm, I'm an American who has the freedom to do and be whatever I want to be. 
So why would I be beholden to a political party? And I don't want you to be either because we're better than that and we can do so much more than that. And they are not doing enough for us. So this show is open to everybody. Come one, come all, listen. And if it gets you thinking, if it changes your mind, please share the show. Let your friends know, tune in. I'll be here every day, every day. Now, initially, this is just gonna be an audio podcast and I am a solo podcaster. So there'll be technical issues. You'll hear me cough from time to time. I'm not a professional podcaster. I will get better though, I promise. You'll hear me cough. You'll probably hear my dog bark from time to time. But as the show grows, I'll get it better. But leave me feedback so I I know how to make this better for you because I want you to come every day and tune in and for us to talk and have this conversation. So it'll grow. Uh, I eventually want to take it online and and do live shows where you can catch it live if you want and actually be a part of the show. So, but that's it. I'm going to leave it here for now. I think we spent enough time on this introductory show. Share the show, guys. Uh, I'm, I really appreciate you being here. Leave uh, feedbacks, ratings, reviews, all that good stuff. And uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. 